0: Hello, friends. Welcome to the Dr. Hubert Show. I'm so excited that you've chosen to join me today on this journey to find your best you. Uh, Today is the day. It's another day, another opportunity that we are all thankful for to be our best. Uh, I believe many of you out there listening and, and watching this show um, have that feeling inside that there is more to life than what you're living. And when you take inventory of your life, you have to ask yourself, uh, are your dreams coming true? Are you living your dreams? Uh, are you getting closer to your dreams each and every day? Or are you at a place where you're just not dreaming? You're just trying to keep your head above water. You're just trying to survive. And you feel like, uh, you know, with every stroke and every effort that you're, you're drowning, you're losing ground. And no matter where you're at with this, um, it's totally up to you to be able to take control of your life and get yourself in a position to align yourself, uh, to do the things that you want to do. Uh, Every single one of you has a gift, and I truly believe every single one of you has a gift that the world needs. Think about what you like to do. What do you, What inspires you? What, what do you do that inspires other people? And instead of putting that in the back corner of your mind and going to a job that you don't like for pay you don't like, that's creating a life you don't like, it's time to move your gift to front and center and align your life um, with, with your gift and start to work your gift. Start to align yourself with people, situations, ideas, and, and people who can help you hone your gift hone your craft to a place that someone is willing to pay you because what you have has value. And once it has value, people will pay you for it. Now, I know many of you are thinking, well, maybe, but sometimes I think my gift or my idea or my talent is stupid. Um, I'm telling you, it's not stupid. If there is a need, your, your gift may be filling a void in someone else's life. Someone really may need what you have. Uh, I can't help but to think every single day how many people are getting up and getting in traffic and going to a job they hate for a salary that they hate, that's creating a life that they hate. And they have this life changing or possibly even life saving idea that they just have not cultivated and not put into action. And that's that's heartbreaking because we need we need people like that. We need those things and I think everyone has something. Some people have amazing voices. Some people have amazing cooking talents or artistic abilities or or engineering skills and that sort of thing. Uh, who knows what your gift is? There, people amaze me. I love watching these these videos where people just say, where they say people are talented and they're either doing like tricks or riding skateboards or surfboards and doing all these things. But each and every one of you have have some gift, some talent that the world could actually use and that would inspire other people. And uh, there's no greater feeling in the world. Than inspiring others. I mean, that's my favorite. That's the that's my favorite part of life right now is being able to help inspire other people to find their greatness, to be, become better. And I even like seeing people just have success way beyond my success. I mean, that's super super exciting to me. I love to see people just go go to the mountaintop and do their thing and become their absolute best. Now, some of you out there are thinking, well, maybe I'm I'm too old to go and work. My gift, or maybe I've waited too long. It is never too late. Uh, as long as you are still just able to have that fire, have that desire, uh, it can happen. I mean, it can happen and it can happen quickly. Always think about uh Ray Coke, uh, Ray, Ray Croc, Ray Croc, Ray Croc. He uh he was a a milkshake salesman okay so he was a milkshake mes- machine salesman he sold milkshake machines uh to restaurants all across the country and he stumbled across this restaurant in california and he was eating this burger and rather than try to sell this company a milkshake machine he decided to buy these two brothers he decided to buy their burger stand he decided to buy the hamburger stand And he was 52 years old. He was 52 years old when he decided to do this. Most of his friends were getting ready for retirement. And he goes into this venture and says, I'm going to buy this hamburger stand. It's like nothing I've ever seen. It's innovative. Uh, Rather than try to sell them a milkshake machine, I want to buy the business. And He bought this business from two brothers. They just happened to be named the McDonald's brothers. Okay. So that's the way the McDonald's story was actually born. In six years, he had franchised over 200 locations. So at this point, uh, he was, he was 50, 56 years old, um, excuse me, 58 years old and, things were on the move. And now you look at what McDonald's is as one of the largest franchises ever. It covers more continents, more states, cities, countries than than any other franchise. And it all started literally from a guy at 52 years old when he started it. He he discovered this in 1954 and he was 52 years old. 6 years later, they had over 200 locations at 58 this guy was rolling. He was he is you know, transform the way franchises work in America. And he very easily could have said, well, I'm too old and all I'll ever be is a milkshake machine salesman. And he could have just simply sold them a milkshake machine. But instead, he saw an opportunity. He saw a huge opportunity that he wanted to invest in. But the best part of it is he was persistent and he saw he had a vision and he saw where this could go. And in no time, it went there. So um, no matter where you're at, I mean, remember, it just takes one good idea, the right person, the right time. And as long as you're looking, it will eventually come. But when you're not looking, when you're in this mundane life that is just filled with with disruptions, um, it's probably never going to happen. But if you allow your disruptions to create the best transformations, uh, your life is going to become amazing. Uh, We just saw as, as a country, we just saw. The biggest disruption I do believe the country has ever seen. I mean, we just saw this coronavirus thing just almost bring us to a a halt. I mean, it just barely, we just barely escaped not coming to a complete stop from the majority of the country. And when I look at this and think about it, now what's happening is we're seeing some of the greatest transformations that the world has ever seen. The way we do business, I mean, we have people doing things remotely. We have all kinds of in- innovative technology. We're figuring out how to actually do more with less. I think our efficiency is, as, a, as a country is is probably going to get a bit better because of what happened to us. So remember, if you're having disruptions in your life, just turn those disruptions into transformations because we've all been there. We've all been in that place where we we messed things up or it didn't go the way we wanted to. And it maybe even caused uh, bankruptcy or divorces or just problems. And, and more than anything, I think it hurts people's belief in themselves. But um, I trust me, I've been there. I've been there where I thought, well, I mean, that's probably a good idea if anyone else were to do it. But just because it's my idea, it probably won't work. But, you know, that's a terrible way to think. But I've been there. I can I can relate with some of those thoughts. But I will say that we are all self made Made. We are all self-made people. Now, typically the millionaires and billionaires like to throw it around that they're self-made people, right? They love to say I'm a self-made millionaire, a self-made billionaire, but... Uh, some of us are just self-made disasters. <laughs> and and that's okay as well. It's okay to be a disaster because uh, remember those disruptions is what creates those transformations. So, um, you know, if you've tried and failed, if you, you went on a journey and wrecked it, had the total train wreck, total crash, it's okay. Um, trust me, I promise you, uh, Mr. Croc, when he walked into McDonald's, Um, he had probably failed many, many times selling milkshake machines. There's no telling how many people who had told him no. And had he decided, you know what? I'm tired of being told no, that people don't want to buy my machines. I'm going to quit today and go do something else. He never would have discovered this hamburger stand that he eventually ended up buying and turned it into one of the largest franchises in the entire world. So uh, every one of us has a journey. The the thing of it is we just have to really... uh, Uh, Learn to embrace the journey, all the hills, all the valleys, the peaks, the winds, the losses, even the ties. You just got to take it and learn from it and adapt, transform and work your gift and figure out how can you use what has happened to you to make you better? Not make you quit, not discourage you, not keep you from moving forward, but truly making you make you better. Um, and this happens in everything. If you if you've just recently been told no, or coming to the real, realization that you know everybody doesn't want what you have, that is okay. Um, the more times you get n- told no, one the tougher you get. I mean, I have been told no so many times in my life. I've literally I've wanted to help people worse at times than they wanted to help themselves. I mean, I literally would do anything to try to help them, and they just simply decided. To refuse my care. They didn't want help, right? They didn't want to be a part of what I was doing. Which you know, it, it, early in my career, it really bothered me. It really hurt me. Uh, but now uh, I use it as fuel to be better, to reach more people, to be more efficient, to study more, understand people more, try to be a bit more compassionate toward where people at, are at and what's happening, and not really take it so personal. So I, I try not to take myself too too incredibly serious because. Ultimately, we've got to keep growing. We, you know, we have enough critics out there. We have enough enemies out there without becoming one ourselves. We have to be our number one cheerleader, our number one fan. We have to believe that everything we're going to do is going to turn out because as long as we believe that it eventually will. Uh, there are people out there. I always think about the office supplies when I think about little simple ideas that people came up with that I think, you know, somebody probably told them this was a dumb idea. I'm sure someone was. Playing with some wire one day, wire and put it into a shape that would actually hold papers together and decided to come up with the name paper clip. And now, if you think about how many paper clips have been sold around the world since its invention, um, we are talking about gazillions. We're talking about gazillions of dollars and this, this, I mean, it seems like a dumb idea. Who would take wire and put it to papers to hold them together? And most importantly, who would buy it? Who would ever buy that? Who would ever buy this little piece of wire that's shaped? But obviously, a lot of people bought it. A lot of businesses bought it. Just about every office in the country has at least one paperclip somewhere. So what started out, what potentially was a dumb idea... All right, like some of you are thinking your ideas dumb, may dumb, be dumb or may not go or no, maybe have no value to other people, uh, this paperclip probably started out the same way. It started off as a piece of wire. Same thing, the post-it note. I love to think about the post-it note. I'm like somebody was sitting there looking at a piece of paper thinking I'm going to put a strip of adhesive across the top of it and it's going to stick to things and people are going to buy it and it's going to become a necessity and people are going to want it and they're going to buy it by the case and the truckload and it's going to be in every office and every business no matter what that business is uh, until the end of time. It was probably a stupid idea to someone. Someone thought, this is dumb. This is never going to work. What are you doing? You're wasting your time. Go get a real job. Go go back to the job you hate, right? Go back to the pay you hate and the life you hate because you're never going to be able to pursue this far enough to make it work. And look at it now. I mean, it's a norm. It's a constant. Um, any office you go to has a posted note somehow, some way, somewhere. So, uh Work your gift. It's out there to be had. The opportunity is there. You know what it is. Um, you know, it may not work the first time. You may go bankrupt the first time, but it may lead when you start working your gift. It may lead to the next greatest thing. Right. So. Mr. Kroc, Cro- Mr. he didn't realize that, uh, you know, he probably knew that he wasn't going to get filthy rich selling milkshake machines. But uh, once he saw the McDonald's Brothers product and he decided to combine them with, with the milkshake machines and create a franchise that was like no other franchise that could actually make a hamburger in 30 seconds versus 30 minutes, uh, it changed the world. It revolutionized the world. So uh, your gift is never too stupid. It's never too, You're never too late. You're never too old. Um, The only time you're too old is when you take these things to the grave, when you take these opportunities, these ideas, and never bring them to the front and center and put them in your crosshairs and be persistent enough to never give up. Um, Until that happens, it's never too late. So no matter what age you are, where you're at, no matter how many times you've been beat, how many times you lost, uh, how many failures you've had, uh, you are one idea and one level of persistence away from your greatness, God bless. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back same time, same place next week.